0: Welcome to a new episode of Liftoff, a Jets football podcast with your host, Chris. And from playlikeajet.com, Mr. Sharman Phillip. And remember, you can follow us on Twitter at LiftoffJets. You can follow Sharman at GrownFault1980. You can follow myself at CP7NY. You can also find our podcast wherever you find your podcasts at Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio. And you could also find us at sportswire radio which is at com backslash player and you can follow the station manager there thomas bryce at thomas bryce 2017 so Sharman, we're out of the darkness and waiting for a decision
1: ah <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> um, us, but <laughs> yeah exactly anybody uh really paying attention um i think I think I think we have contingencies of just fans that are actually paying attention. I'm not. Yeah, no. You know, I I totally I totally understand the um the importance of the situation. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I have a I have a lot of respect for Aaron Rod Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback and what he's done in the league, but the kind of person he is. You know, especially what he's put in front street. I don't know what he is in his personal life, but what what he has been in in, in the public eye as somebody that I probably would not spend too much time around.
0: Um, you know what? He loves attention.
1: Yeah, crazy. This is
0: about he loves it. He loves that the NFL world is waiting on his word
1: with bated breath.
0: Yeah, he's he loves this. He loves this attention and. You know, he goes on the Pat McAfee show every week and telling everybody how smart he is and, you know, all this, how great of a quarterback he is and how much he could still win an MVP if he came back next year. You know, like, all right, enough, enough. You're either playing or not. That's all. That's all you got to say. I'm playing. I want to be in Green Bay. I want to be traded. Because Whatever. this
1: this because this decision it? Yeah, it takes that? forever. And
0: you're going to make like $50 million if you make this decision. So what is the problem? you know if you think you're capable of doing it you're getting paid a crap load of money so just play one more year or two more or whatever you want to do but to to keep everybody waiting because unfortunately you know other free agents are waiting on him and teams are waiting to say okay if we can't get rogers all right we got to go here or we got to do this or you know like just make your mind up and move on it's just it's frustrating on all on all sides whether you want them or not it's frustrating <laughs> because,
1: you know, yeah, his decision. Is it, like yeah. my my issue with the 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 attention thing is for me that's to you gotta in, at some point you gotta basically admit that that this is a drug to you. Yeah. Because if if you if your name if said in a in a busy bus stop or airport would stop almost everybody in their tracks i would think that that's enough attention right i you know i don't (laughs) i you know i probably because i'm awkward or weird i don't know uh i wouldn't want everybody looking at me that way um
0: i think i would have made my decision up already
1: But This is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) That goes without saying. You understand what I'm saying? This is not a difficult decision from from my perspective. Not because of the money or anything like that. Right? This is your life. Right? You're telling me at no point in the season did you not think about this? You didn't (laughs) look you didn't ask any questions of anybody you didn't view the situation in any way oh no i was all in football trying to get the team together man when people tell me that I, <laughs> right no i'm sorry i cringe <laughs> because i've had i've had in my lifetime horrible i've been put in some really bad positions where you know it was almost life or death and i spent You know, and whilst that was going on, I was able to think of multiple
0: things.
1: (laughs) You know, so I would think that a man with the kind of resources that this that Aaron Rodgers had would be able to do that. Right. You know, walk and chew, walk and chew gum at the same time, basically.
0: (laughs) It's not that hard.
1: (laughs) No, it's not. You know, but anyway, away from the whole Aaron Rodgers thing, I think. I think I've made it clear where I stand on this. Um, so this is, a, this is a moot point for me. I would go with car. I know that it flies in the face of a lot of what our front office and our coaching staff has been saying. Well, not really because Salah was kind of really going in, you know, gushing about him. So let's talk about uh, what uh, J.D. and Salah had to say.
0: Yeah, no, and it, it's basically listen. Aaron Rodgers is their first, their number one option. At least that's what it's it's being reported, and <clears> you know you could read between the leaves of what they're saying. But um, it seems like Aaron Rodgers their number one option. But if if he decides to stay in Green Bay or doesn't want to come here or whatever, then it's going to be Derek Carr, right? They'll be the the favorite to land Derek Carr, which sounds great. But then again, we've learned with with Joe Douglas and during his tenure here is that they keep everything under wraps, right? So whatever is being leaked is only stuff that they want to be leaked, right? So maybe, maybe it's, they don't want Aaron Rodgers and maybe they really want Derek Carr and they're just kind of, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, so I, I believe it to a point, but then again, they could say whatever they want because they can't really make a decision because Derek Carr is not going to make a decision until Aaron Rodgers makes his decision. Right. So at this point, I think a team could say whatever they want. They could say, we don't care what Aaron Rodgers does. We're we, you know, we concentrating on our team. Okay. But no matter what they do, they still got to wait for this guy to make a decision because Derek Carr is waiting for that decision. That's how I look at that whole thing because it could go either way, you know? And we've talked about it a lot about, you know, the pros and cons of getting Aaron Rodgers. Is it worth it for one season? Because that's really what you're gonna get. You really don't know if you're gonna get a second year out of him. So you you're going all in, putting all your eggs into one basket for one year. And then, yeah, what if we make the playoffs and make the championship game, but then we lose? Was it worth it? Mm. I don't know. Cause then there's gonna be dead cap, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers dead cap for the next two years after that that we have to carry because of his contract and Ugh! It's like, is it worth it? That's the whole thing. Because if we don't win the Super Bowl, or if we don't even get there, it's not going to be worth it.
1: It's not well, be this worth is, it well, to make the playoff. Well, <laughs> well, this is the issue, right? And 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 this is my issue. I right? um to clarify the reasoning behind my choice or or my uh, you know my opinion of the situation is I don't believe the Jets are quarterback away. Right. Um. And, and so when you're telling me that you're going to take resources, squeeze resources out of a plan, in my opinion, that was pretty sound uh, by Joe Douglas in building a core team that can surround any quarterback and uplift them, right? Um, and you could see it kind of developing, right, with the choices of, um, you know, of the kind of, Skill position guys we have now, tight ends, um, AVT was picked. Um, you could tell that they have an idea, and the team, and 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 people across the league admit that over and over again when you, when the conversation comes to the Jets that there's been a level of positivity that hasn't been around in a long time because of the pieces that he's brought right. in the issue the issue is it's an incomplete job in a lot of ways and it's just not incomplete just because of a missing quarterback yes that's the that's the biggest missing piece especially in an NFL where passing is king but you can't tell me that there's no there's no other issue on this team and if you're going to talk quarterback I think your conversation should start somewhere around how in the hell you're going to protect him. The Jets have a major issue at offensive lines. So how are you going to remedy Payne or Aaron Rodgers, the kind of money we were talking about, and invest in picks, whatever it is. I don't care if it's a fourth or a third into this man who will probably give you a year or two, Right and all you're going to get is you're basically going to get Flash because he has not won a big game since he won the Super Bowl. You know, because... And and don't get me wrong. Again, not this not trying to disrespect this man. That Flash is probably the biggest Flash we've ever seen because his talent is on the level of the greatest players to ever throw a football in the NFL. It just never amounts to the kind of consistency that talent should bring out of teams. You should, Aaron Rodgers should be in the NFC Championship game more times than not. No? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) And he hasn't. Right. And he hasn't. And, and, And every time these games come up, if you remember these games, what were the outstanding issues that caused them to lose that game. Aaron Rodgers was right there and he could not make the throw. He right. was right there and he made the wrong decision. And listen, one out of 15, especially when it comes to being a Super Bowl winner, is freaking incredible. The fact that, number one, you was there. Number two, that you won one, number three, that you was in the top level of pro football for all that time and acknowledged that's one of the best to ever do it is damn incredible. But how, how you measure somebody just by one win why, without asking the question why one win? Right. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I agree. So, I'm, I'm with so you on this, this is not in any way a disrespected uh, a way of disrespecting or kind of um you know uh you know taking you know making it a negative taking in a negative look of him but for our conversation when it comes to the Jets and what they're supposed to be doing moving forward, this does not play in my mind. To me, Carr fits better. Because you have time. You will sign a contract, you give him a four-year, four year with a fifth-year option or something like that. Right. You know. Um, you and you and uh, and the rumor is about what is what was the rumor, about thirty-five, thirty-eight or whatever it was.
0: Yeah. I mean <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, exactly. You got a window with, with with Derek, a bigger window, you should say. Exactly. Right? Rogers, you got right. that one year at most two years, but it's probably only going to be one year. So I just don't think it's worth it. Giving up whatever picks you're going to have to give up for him, pay him whatever you're going to have to pay him. It To me, it's not worth it, but obviously the team, at least that's what they're putting it out there, that it's worth it, that he's worth the wait, that they think, okay, with this guy, here's the difference. With, with Aaron Rodgers, they feel like they're Super Bowl contenders, right? With Derek Carr, we could win and we can make it and we're playoff contenders. So I I understand that to a point. I get it. But I also understand the point of yeah, it's great to have a guy who's won a Super Bowl, but he's also like you he said, he's also came up a little short getting to the Super Bowl for the rest of his career. So, um I am I, I just I get it to a point, but then listen. They again what we were saying before. They could say whatever they want. Right, the team could say whatever they could put it out there, like, "Hey, mm. yeah, we're waiting on Rogers. He's our number one guy." But meanwhile, in the back of their mind, they're saying, "Okay, <laughs> whatever Rogers does, we don't care because we're going to pivot to Derek Carr." You know, so,
1: but we'll see. You know, hopefully, we'll, we'll see how it works. The I- last thing I want to talk about when it comes to Aaron Rodgers, and I'll let you take that this one. Um, I think I think we could talk about talent all day. We could talk about possibility. Of playing in the Super Bowl and all that stuff. But talk about a talk a little bit about the the just the pure the um the makeup of the guy because this is a lot tight locker room, right? And Lord Joe Douglas always preaches and and not only preaches, but what he's brought in are certain type of men, right? This guy is like not even close to that kind of guy. He's not, he's not kind ca- that kind of family oriented give my team everything uh, even at my detriment sometimes kind of guy, right? Yeah, exactly. Talk about, yeah, what is your, what, what, you know, talk about this. This is something, in my opinion, that hasn't been really talked about.
0: Oh, absolutely. I I, I think that comes into play too. But I also think when he gets in there, I think it's going to be totally erased. I think all that, I, I think if he if he gets on the team, I don't think it's going to be a problem. Hmm you know the you know the locker room aspect because he's always been a captain of of the packers right he's always been a leader we've never heard anything i think while he's been in green bay you know yeah we've heard the the off the field stuff with him right you know the showing up on podcasts and obviously the last couple of years telling us how smart he is and you know getting into the vac you know the vaccination shots and all that stuff and all that garbage like he's but while he's there, I think the leadership that he gives the team and all that, I don't think that's ever been questioned. So I think if he gets here, it's getting there is the problem. It's, but I think once he's here, and what I'd like to see, what and I and we brought it up last year too, was that yeah. he didn't play any of the preseason games, and he had all new wide receivers. You would think he was going to get more time in with these guys, and he didn't. And it kind of showed at the beginning of the year, right? Because they started off slow. Um, And then he hurt his thumb, obviously, and whatever happened after that. But it took him a while to really get in sync with these new receivers. So Mm -hmm. is he going to pull that here? Is he going to just come here and be like, yeah, I'm good. Don't worry. I don't need to play any exhibition games. I'll be good. I'll I'll, I'll figure it out. Like, I'm curious to see that. Like, what is he going to do or what is the team going to do?
1: I will say that one positive thing is that whilst he was in Green Bay, he took a couple steps back, which I uh, uh, people haven't admitted, um, he that that offense on the um, on the Lafleur was a little bit more of a run type offense, and uh, and he was he was fine with it, and he kind of he you you never heard a peep out of him saying. That he had an issue that the game was run. Also, um, I also I think I caught an interview with uh, Jones, the running back, saying that uh, when it was when he was up for his contract, basically Rogers went to bat for him right. to, to the team and saying, "Hey, you know, you got to get this guy signed, keep him over around here." And all I think even before that, when Jones um was about to get his starting job, you know. Uh, Rogers was like, yeah, man, give the guy the carry because this guy is going to be a superstar. So, um you know, different strokes for different folks, I guess. Uh at some point, um the decision will be made. Um we we've, we've visited this topic a million times uh six yeah. weeks to Sunday and <laughs> <laughs> we will uh, to- uh, at some point coming in the coming days there's going to be a decision and Whatever it is, we'll have to deal with it. Uh, we just hope as Jets fans that it is uh, exactly uh, what, you know, works perfectly for us. It's not what we want. Right. It's, it's, it's does it work for the Jets? That, you know, we we want things as fans, fine. But ultimately, I think we will all agree that what's in what's in the best interest for the organization and the team going forward is what we would like.
0: Yeah. And I I think what we wanted to, we wanted to get into it on on this podcast was um, getting into not just what they were saying, um, the GM and, and the hook, you know, Joe Douglas and Robert Salah, what they were saying in their short press conferences, but also like we could also talk about how, what they said that's going to relate to how they're going to, you know, move in free agency and later on in, in in the draft. Right. Mm. So with the quarterback position, what did we hear? We heard, okay, Aaron Rod, we at least what we're understanding Aaron Rodgers is their number one choice, and then Derek Carr right behind him. But mm-hmm. they also mentioned Mike White, right? Yes. And they really like him and they really want to bring him back, but they're letting him do his free agency tour basically and see what, right. basically try to get a better offer. So, do you, if it's Mike White, if he comes back, that means it's going to be Mike White. Zach Wilson and the number one starter, right? Yes. Whoever it may be. Rogers, Carr, Mm -hmm. and we could go down and we could talk about the other options at quarterback, right? Um, Obviously, Geno Smith, but I don't see that happening. Um, Jimmy G. (laughs) There's a good drop after these top two guys that we're talking about, right? You guys. Jimmy G, then it's then, then there's a drop. Again, J- Jacoby Brissett, then it's Minshew, Dalton, you know, Sam Dalton, uh, Sam Donald, excuse me, Baker Mayfield, you know, Taylor Heineke and Teddy B. So I think it's imperative that they do sign one of the top guys because I think there's a big drop-off after the top two guys.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, the keeping the three quarterbacks on the roster thing, has been a, a part of the Joe um, Joe Douglas uh, Robert Sala era in New York, so I think they would continue with that. I think they're being honest when they say they want Mike White back because he fits what they do. Um, as long as he's of the course, backup. yeah, <laughs> right. well, that's the thing. Yeah, um, he 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 certain he certainly have grown and he's become better a better quarterback over time. The problem is, you know. Where is that ceiling? You know, and we know, unfortunately, his ceiling is not that high. Um, the conversation also revolves around uh Zach Wilson, and a lot of Jets fans have kind of have had him out of mind, out of sight. Um, but uh, Joe Douglas also reiterated that he he thinks that uh Wilson's not done, and and he still thinks that Wilson is capable of hitting that ceiling, and they will do whatever it takes. To uh, you know, to create the situation so that he could reach that, um, that could be uh, NFL front office speak or coach speak, or that might just be what they want to do. Um, Chris and I were talking off, um, off before we started recording, and you know, there is no precedent here. There is when was the last time you saw a quarterback? play football especially pro football the way this kid has in the first 2 years of his career and resurrected to become an uh, a, you know an incredibly you know talented revered NFL quarterback has never done I've I've never heard a story like that um <laughs> so so there so what do you, you don't the probability of of him becoming what what you think he is 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 damn near never because it's never done before. You don't invest in stuff like that. Because it's not an investment, it's it's called a gamble. Right. And organizations like the Jets that have especially, you know, especially being not being able to make the playoffs for so long, you can't gamble. So that that again, another reason why car just fits the bill for me. There's no gamble there. This is that to me, that's the safest way you could go. And there's and you could say safety is a bad thing sometimes. I would say in the in the view and what the Jets want to do, everything Joe Douglas has ever done is safe. He is a believer of trench warfare. All the NFL teams that were in the playoffs last year, especially the last four, look at that; those rosters, defensive line and offensive line, and tell me what you see. Incredibly elite talent across the board. So you cannot make it to these levels without that. And building that foundation is what matters most. And when you have a quarterback like Carr, that could give you performances, that could keep you buoyed up enough where you're competing to go to the playoffs every year whilst you're building that foundation, whilst you're packing in that talent into that roster, in my opinion, is what's the most important part of this. Um, again, I will have to say, whenever I mention Car, I have to say Car's choice. It doesn't matter how much money we throw at him. If he doesn't want to come to New York, he can't come. He won't come. So they do need to have a contingency plan, uh, as you said, uh, Chris. The contingency plans, yeah, it's it's uh, a <laughs> it's slim slim pickings out there.
0: Yeah, and and you know what, I don't think it's a problem if they keep if they want to keep Zach Wilson as like the third quarterback. You know, not dressing mm. like basically he was. I don't think that's a problem either. I think some fans are thinking, oh, you know, having him is going to be this kind of a lot of pressure with him being the third guy you know the starter is going to have this guy looking over his shoulder i don't think that's i don't think that's gonna be a problem in this situation because i think this past season showed us that the team you know the players at least they did not support zach wilson at all right like remember when mike white came in and played great uh i think it was garrett wilson said oh i would die for this guy you know he would Mm -hmm. be my guy he's this we didn't hear any of that with zach wilson and i think the team when Mike White took over, they were they played better, they were happier. And so I don't think it's going to be a problem with Zach Wilson being, you know, the third guy on the totem pole in the quarterback room. You know, I don't think that's going to be a problem. It's going to be more of like a developmental, you know, this is what we should have done <laughs> from the get-go. They, you oh, know, boy. But whatever. So anyway, all right. So quarterback, we know it's going to be one of mm-hmm. those top two choices, or yeah, we're we're in trouble. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um, yes, sir. Uh, we'll go to running back. Running back is uh-huh. a little better. I, I should say a lot better. We're in a lot better position, obviously, with Brees Hall returning. If he comes back healthy, you we know what he is. I mean, this guy is gonna be yeah. a star in this league. He was carrying our team early on. Um, plus you got Michael Carter. Michael Carter took a step back he, last year, yeah, but he did. Um and then you got Zonovan Wright. You know, Bam White played great last year.
1: I think you know, I think that's play. I think that's the uh, I think that's the um, that's part of the um, ingredient moving forward. Um, in my opinion, um, the the what Knight showed in my is is a uh, he uh, he could really bring variety to the running game, um, especially the fact that he him and uh, in a two back system. Where he could he could receive the ball and he's such a threat that you can't take your eye off him, you know. So um he could definitely be a playmaker moving forward. Don't know where that would stand. Um Michael Carter, again, like like Chris just said, um, really did not play well. I think I saw something in his game that I never really saw before was hesitant. He was being hesitant. Never really was a dancing guy, like behind the line of scrimmage um, in college. I think he was more. um, His running style was more defined as hit the hole type guy, downhill guy, and there was a lot of that. A lot of that was was not present in his game last year, and I think his game suffered because of it. Um, Might have been injury that a lot of running backs, when they're not healthy, man, you you they can you kind of could spell smell it because of the way they run. and it might have been that uh, I just but I think those three guys uh, um, moving forward, I, I wouldn't have an issue bringing them back. I think I think they do enough different things and do the same thing um that that you could mix and match them in so many different ways that they, uh, they would work well with any kind of offense.
0: And you know what? The, and with with our new offensive coordinator, mm. um, he's had good running attacks with them, right? Yes. Obviously, you know, with Green Bay, you know, we always think about Aaron Rodgers, but he also had a really good running attack with um, what was it Aaron um, what's his name? Their running back, Aaron Jones. Uh, Aaron Jones. So, and then going back to Jacksonville, he had a really good running game there as well. Mm-hmm. So I think the running game obviously is going to be key with, of course, with Brees Hall in there. So here's, the, here's a question I see pop up a lot. Do you think it's, or do you, do you think we need a fullback in this offense?
1: I've or seen what? this before. Yeah. And 2023 NFL offenses <laughs> do not need a uh, pullback per se, you could rotate the tight end. You could do all kinds of things to, to create, to create that extra blocking that extra blocker that, I mean, I don't understand why this is a thing. I really don't. I kind of understand where, you know, if you're viewing football from, you know, from an old school standpoint, you know, or if you, or I, probably that's where the conversation is going because everybody's um, watching what the 49ers doing. Like, wait, right. It only makes sense because if you are running a similar type offense, basically, um, you're going to be, you, you need a, you need a, you know, you need a juice guy, you know, because use, use check is, there is no other use check.
0: <laughs> right. He's a, uh... You don't see He's a one guy of like one, <laughs> right? <laughs> He's a one
1: of one. Stop it! You don't. They. You don't. And then you don't turn guys into you check. You is either you are a juice guy or you're not.
0: It's <laughs> right? <simple>. Exactly.
1: <laughs> you can't. Make you know. <laughs> so so now you so now you you're out there shuffling through picks, trying to create a guy that you know is a one of one. That's a waste of time, in my opinion.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. I don't think that's a thing. I don't think that's something that should be a concern at all. I seriously don't think that's some a thing.
0: Yeah, um, and I, I, I don't all. see them. I don't see them going for any free agents at running back either. I mean, if they do, it's going to be a you know bottom tier guy. Yeah, because that seems like a good three to have in your room, and then if you add say another draft pick, you know maybe yes. a undrafted guy. Some you know nothing. You don't. It's not a huge need, obviously. So um... because
1: you could get you could get off the top of my head. I, I was I was shuffling through some of the running backs, running backs, and watching oh, the yeah, uh, highlights names. of them. This is what we have to admit at some point. You don't have to pick a running back in the first two or three rounds. You could get a guy in the bottom of the fourth round, and you could get him to become a superstar in the NFL. Right,
0: we see that all the time. Too, <laughs> We've so. seen
1: it before, so. So I I don't even think that's a thing. And even if you need somebody that could, a body, like a big-bodied running back, H-back type guy, you can find that. Right. You don't have to, like, you don't have to go looking for it. Like, you don't have to shuffle everything. and like, oh, well, we really need a fullback. No. Yeah,
0: I don't think running back or fullback is going to be a need. No, 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 no. I think if we get somebody, it's it's going
1: to be... and I'm sorry to cut you off, but yeah. have you ever seen our new offensive coordinator? Have you ever seen any of his offenses with fullbacks? I don't. I,
0: haven't. I haven't. No, like who is I, the fullback I for Green Bay?
1: Exactly. Good question. <laughs> there you go. I think they had a guy, but I but he was he rarely used. <laughs> right. But if that, you, but that most teams have a guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, right. Exactly. Yeah. A guy. Right. A guy that blocks.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: And we got we like you said we got the tight ends we could add another tight end so um, so all right so let, let's look at wide receiver I think wide receiver is mm. a little more trickier right because yep we've been hearing and and going back to what uh, I think Joe Douglas or or Salah said it that he said the defense it's basically running it back with what we got but
1: that's what he it, wants to do anyway that's what he said right yep.
0: it's gonna be hard with the free agents. But with offense, it seems like there's going to be some changes on offense. At least that's what's yeah. being reported. So, and of course, Corey Davis comes up because he could be cut to save about eleven million dollars in the uh, under the cap. And then Braxton Berrios, Barrios, we've heard possibly getting cut. Um, and of course, Mims and Moore both X for trades. I don't think Moore's is going to get traded. I think Moore's is here. Um, but what what do you what do you look at when you look at the wide receiver room? What's your thoughts on it?
1: I would like to keep Corey Davis, but I would like him to take a pickup. <clears> right. <laughs> that's where that's where my thought. That's where my thought is. I think I think he stand he is the difference in the room, right? The physical big bodied receiver that could block, you know, um, because the other two, that's not really their game. Um their game is Even if I think um, Moore has a a yak ability that really hasn't been uh, used um, as much as it should be, um, we know what uh, what Garrett, what Wilson is. Um, So, if if anything, I would be looking for physicality. And if I'm losing Davis, then I would have to replace that physical physicality. So I wouldn't mind uh the Jets, or I wouldn't I would think that the Jets would be looking for a body type like that to kind of insert into uh their their roster to add to the situation. But other than that, I really don't see an issue here. And I also Uh, saw somebody or some one of those prominent ESPN guys or whoever uh, basically said that the Jets might uh, go tight end. Huh? (laughs) i seen that too. (laughs) Okay. Unless you're not watching the Jets. Right. Think about it.
0: After we spent all that money on two tight ends last year and we drafted one last year. Now we're going to draft one in the first round. I could see one. Later on in the in the draft, yeah, but some think this guy Kincaid from I think he's from Utah
1: and and Chris have you watched him?
0: I I'll, I'm being honest, I have not watched him. So
1: okay, do me a favor and go watch him. because there's a reason why people are saying talking about this kid. This kid, oh my goodness. Okay, so let's all Woo. right. So
0: if he is that good,
1: he's good. He's comparing. He to Kelsey. good.
0: Do you think it's worth it to pick him at 13.
1: You see that the, the problem with comparing people <laughs> to Kelsey, I you see, I have issues with stuff like this. Yeah, no, that's... right. Nobody knew Kelsey was gonna be Kelsey. Right. And nobody we... thought Kelsey
0: was gonna get Patrick Mahomes <laughs> as his quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, that's the big thing. I think it could be listen, it could be Shaman Phillip playing tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, and he's gonna look like a, a yeah. goal pro. You know what I'm don't saying?
1: Be careful what you're saying, Evan. You're okay, are kind All
0: right, the, not you. Know, you I, I know say, what you're
1: saying. I know right. what you're saying. But listen, um, having Mahomes it, it, makes you look a lot. Better, I think you know I, I I understand that, but I but I think you kind of risking, kind of disrespecting Kelsey's game a little bit by saying that. Which I understand where you're going. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think there is a, what's the word, man? I think. In the simplest terms I could put it, somehow he disappears.
0: Right.
1: Kelsey does a disappearing act. Don't, don't, I don't get it. Defenses craft game plans to stop this man. And it's not just because their quarterback is accurate and he could find ways to get him the ball. No, his knowledge of defenses and where he needs to be is something. That stands out incredibly. He is an incredibly smart and football player, and he studies his butt off. That's why Andy Reid loves him. That's why Andy Reid, in my opinion, and somebody could correct me, a lot of what he runs are not routes that were built into the offense, but things that work because he sees it while studying. And he goes to the coach and says, Hey coach, I think this is what we're supposed to do. It gives him a level of um he, it gives him almost like he could change or shift whatever it's gonna be at the moment of the snap. And that puts defenses on on like they don't know what to do. You don't know. And remember, Kelsey and was a third round pick. That's what I'm trying to say. So <laughs> I could give you so, the names of the guys that were picked in front of him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but only one of them is really impressive
1: right there's so this is so, so. chris my my whole point my whole point is this i the, the kid is awesome and right. and and in the last couple of years we've had some really talented tight ends come in the league which i remember i was impressed by the to get to that level what what he's doing to be becoming basically a hall of famer this is a different type of ball, man. And until this kid could put strap him up and uh let's see where he goes. Um, I'm not putting his name and Kelsey in it in and, and not even close. But, but, but I just want you to watch because I'm just telling you, he's he he looks like he's a special type of player. Now right. I'm hope he just needs to go the right place. He really does need to go somewhere because we where he said- can get. That, he said, yep. Same thing last year with Pitts. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. So, and I haven't, and we haven't seen it, right? That's not yet. Real.
0: Not yet. Hey, listen, he might turn into something special still. You know, maybe it was just the offense, the quarterback. We got to remember he had yep. Mariota throwing I, to him. So. All,
1: all that. I agree. All <laughs> right. that. That's why all these things matter. It it matters where you end up. You know. Uh. But but yeah. Um. The Jets. The Jets do not need a tight end. So this is not the conversation we need to be having. And the Corey Davis argument uh, conversation needs to be had. I think. I think if the change is going to happen, um, it's a change in pay. In pay, you know, ask him to take a cut, and if he's not willing to, then you know, move on to Plan B. You know,
0: um, I think the same thing goes with um, Barrios
1: too. Oh hell yeah, yeah, him more so. I think. <laughs> We <laughs> fell into the trap. Listen, we fe- yeah. we don't have a lot of great players on the Jets. Um, as fans, man, we anybody that works hard and does their job better than they they should, and strives to do that every game in and game out, we fell we fall in love with them. Yeah, and and that's what <laughs> Barrios was. But right. unfortunately, this guy is not a astounding level athlete. He's fast, but he's not fast. He's quick. He's quick, but he's quick, but he's still not like incred- not super quick, right? We've, exactly. The, the, he's the, come on, man. We know the the level of athlete we're talking. About. He's not there. And he's a player that you
0: could replace. He's not an, a replacement uh, player. That's exactly. that's the point, right? So, I think if he if he's not going to get a renegotiate, I think he's going to get cut.
1: I listen, I'm, and I wouldn't be mad. No, I wouldn't be mad at all. A um, friend, especially our, our, his, a good friend would be upset. I know. A good friend, <laughs> because that's be a, yeah, because that's a guy, you know, I, it, I don't blame her. I like understand. him. I like
0: Barrios too. I like him, but at the, yeah. you know, at the cap hit and all that, I mean, when we're talking, nothing about personal,
1: players, you know? it's, it's not, it's, listen, we're, we're in the, we're in the agents, we're in the era of free agency, and players moving around and all this stuff. And, you know, you appreciate players, man. Even when players leave the Jets, some Jets players go other places. I still pay attention to the game because yeah. I appreciate the player. But I think, especially his performance last year, was to me a lot of it got me kind of sick in the stomach. You know, his punt, his um, his punt returning, um, some of those business choices he was making, in my opinion, man, come on, bro. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so. You know, the, all to me, the wide receiver is uh, is a position that we could add to. But I would say that the Corey Davis conversation is where I'm at. I think I think if we we're going to add, that's where we should add. Um, if we can keep him and keep him at a better price, where we could allocate that money, extra money somewhere else, I'm with I'm with that.
0: And and there are I don't want to say there's great receivers as free agents. You know, there's some of the top guys, Jacoby Myers, Odell Beckham. There's DJ. Then it starts to go down, right? Then you got DJ Shark. And then you got McCarl. I think I think Hardman from Kansas City. Mm. That would be a guy that that would easily, I think, I, does he return punts too? I, I don't remember. Because he would be a good mm, That's
1: That's an interesting conversation.
0: Because now that guy's fast. <laughs> right? yes. That's
1: that yeah. Fast. That's that's yeah. That's one of those guys when you're talking about the NFL and you say he's fast. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's fast. Yeah. <laughs> then you got Paris. Campbell, if you Juju, if you could
1: run right, right. if you could oh. run C- Campbell too, the thing that Campbell yes. is an, is another guy. Um, you the those guys, the speed they have is will class. That's a different type of speed. They they you know if you're talking about running with. Hill and you actually could compete on his level, right. you have world-class uh, speed And um I think Cam- Campbell when Campbell ran his 40, I think I didn't he have like built like a 425 or 42 or under 425, 423. It was
0: or quick, I remember. Like and his biggest yeah, problem I think been just staying healthy. Just, right? Yeah,
1: he, he just I think
0: this year up. he did stay healthy though all year. So we'll see. Um
1: it always takes it always takes these these guys. A while to understand what it takes to keep your body healthy in the NFL. They they think that they they either think they need to change everything and they go to this new world trade stuff and right. they do all this crap and they go away from the things that made brought them there, or they or they don't change at all.
0: <laughs> you I know think what
1: the I mean?
0: Big, I, I think and a big name and it doesn't the, help. The big name to watch, I think, with the. If there's if we do get a free agent wide receiver mm. and we make a couple of moves, I think it's gonna be Lazard if we get mm. Mr. Rogers, right? Because that's one of his guys from Green Bay.
1: But, yeah, but then where 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 we put so that right, what, that exactly. means you're taking you are taking uh or unless you're cutting you're taking, yeah, you're cutting Davis then. Right. That's what you're telling me. Right. Because Which, where where are you gonna where you're gonna put Lazard? What is he gonna do?
0: Which it might happen because, listen, if he doesn't want to do a renegotiate and he thinks he could get this money on the free agency, which he very well possibly can, then he's going to say, no, cut me and then I'll just become a free agent and then I'll make the money anyway. So it's going to be interesting. I I think they're going to try to renegotiate with him for sure, because I think with the running game, he's more important to the running game than the passing game, Corey Davis.
1: No, I, I I I disagree with you. I think it's a, I think it's an equal equal in my opinion. I'll well, tell you I why. I don't think
0: he's shown enough in the passing game to
1: I I I understand where the, you're coming that from. Understand where you're coming from, especially with the the amount of drops he's had, which makes absolutely no sense, man. This is a this is a a, a pro NFL wide receiver that's been right. in the NFL for a minute, <laughs> and for your hands to be questionable at this point, it makes absolutely no sense that's why the renegotiation needs to be had right <laughs> um but i think but i think there are routes in offenses that you need physicality for it's not just yes it's about getting open it's true but sometimes getting open means getting physical and you need that type of guy in your offense in my opinion um so i'm not i'm not going to say that he is he is more important in the run game. Um, I think, I think, of course, um, we cannot uh you know, we cannot diminish the importance of a wide receiver blocking downfield at all. Um, uh, but when you need the kind of physicality that he brings at some sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need that on the backside of a play. Um, where you where defenses kind of took everything out on the play side. And, you know, and he's one-on-one and he could body up a guy and make a high point catch, you know. So we'll see.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, so let's go to the offensive line. Um, let's start at center because right now we don't have a center, right? Because uh, McGovern is a free agent. And from what, um, what's been reported, he might be pricing himself out of the position. So either they're going to go for a low free agent signing or they're going to draft one. What do you what do you think is going to happen here at center?
1: Uh that, that, that this is this is the conversation, man. Right there. To me this is the meat of it. Um interesting. I think the Jets do love McGovern. Uh but it would it it's it's I think that has a lot to do with what moving forward offense that the Jets are going to be running. Um, And how does Carter, Kevin Carter, who is the new offensive, um, uh, offensive line coach, views McGovern and what he wants to do with him. And if he thinks that he is not capable because he is, he's a pro, he's been doing it for long enough, but would he bring out the best, of what McGovern is in his offense or would he need somebody else? I think that this is the conversation that's probably going on in the back, in the back rooms um, is, is is it necessary for the Jets to go outside and get a a new center? That's the question. Um, I think, I think that question is not the same for the other positions, but I think it's, I think like that's one of the reasons why I think this is the meat and potatoes of the of the of the Jets offensive conversation it's um what are they going to do with McGovern i think that's going to be the biggest question moving forward i think he is solid but we've seen what he is sometimes where you know is sometimes his game is just non-existent and he's like falling backwards and missing blocks but at the same time we've seen him on his game which is the part of it that kind of frustrates me is that when he's hot, he is hot. He plays, He this is one of the guys that you see in the trenches and you're like, wait, what? You know, getting mm. a, uh, a pancake hair, blowing up somebody over there. And then the next game, you see he's falling backwards. He's whiffing on a block, horrible miscommunication. It's that inconsistency is what gets me. And from in my opinion, Trying to get a young man to uh, assimilate into the new offense is probably where I would want to go. But again, I don't think it fits what they're doing. If you're going to bring a car or Rodgers in, you don't go with a young center. You would probably have to go with a senior guy um, that matches what they know and what they do. Um, So if they are moving from center, what's the... um, what are the well, options on the pre-agency market?
0: You got Posick, Ethan Posick, mm. uh, Bradbury, mm. uh, Bradley Bozeman, uh, Jeff Brendel, uh, no. Evan Brown, who could also play guard. And then yeah. just recently, uh, Justin Britt was retired uh, was uh, released by was the released, Released.
1: Yeah. I saw that. So it's basically what you got, right? Yeah. Yeah, but most of those guys are basically the same guy. Right. Um so uh yeah, so so and yeah, they're probably gonna I be all I, the
0: same, you know, the yeah. around, you know. So I I could see them drafting a center, you know, maybe third round, second round.
1: And what and what that? keep pick uh keep mcgovern on and then try to grow this guy, grow so the center
0: possibility, or do you think they you think they could trust a rookie center?
1: That's the problem. This mm-hmm. is the the uh, this is so a, a veteran especially is this a, away with it.
0: Right? And would a veteran. Yes,
1: because, because the veteran quarterback would, you know, he he could make the calls and everything, and he could direct the center into understanding the 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 the, the, the scheme and understand the play, um, and call out the blocks or whatever. Um and you're pretty solid at that's possible, guard,
0: right? With Tomlinson and Tucker.
1: Yeah, um right? that's true. Think-
0: I don't think we're going to have to go into the free agency pool for guards.
1: I think we're pretty no, good, you know, no, 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 no. We're not. We're not doing that. I, I, I highly doubt that. Tackle is the conversation. conversation. Yes, because
0: what I also this is the other thing that they that that came out of the press conference is that or that's being reported is that they are expecting um what's his name to come back um oh Wayne i Brown. saw that yeah and if they and they said if he comes back he's going to be their left tackle right and then the right tackle is going to be between mitchell and beckton
1: oh man and beckton has he, been looking what do you, and beckton and beckton <laughs> and, and did you see that beckton beckton is probably in the best shape we've ever yeah. seen man um so, so all the all the fat jokes and all that stuff that happens are every season since he's been drafted. Thank God, is gonna stop. Um, well, speaking of
0: Beckton, they got to mm, what, Tuesday, I think, to put the put the um,
1: the fifty-year option. Fifth. Yeah, I doubt they'll do that because it just makes too much. It makes no sense to give him that. He hasn't proven anything. You said it before yourself um, yeah. that he he's just not. You know, he hasn't proven enough. Now, if this man takes off from now and he plays <laughs> two, three years, he plays two years out of his mind, yeah, you gotta pay the man. Right. But you're not gonna like, you know, you're not gonna just offer potential. Mm. Nah. He hasn't done enough, in my opinion. Um right. but yeah, um, tackle is the tackle is the position for me. Um, if Dwayne Brown Brown comes back, you have to have youth somebody there. I think I think um Daniel Jeremiah mentioned the whole Eagles mentality where you just have first round picks with incredible talent just sitting behind guys. Um, and when they get inserted into the lineup, you just could tell that they're different, you know, and 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 basically fortifies that offensive line because the offensive line injury offensive line injuries are something that's just a given in a 17 game season. Um, so especially if you're going to be running through the kind of defenses you're going to be running through in the AFC, you don't have a choice, um, but to have really talented guys sitting behind learning and trying to get in, um, with senior guys leading the way. Um, but I, I've, I, I think I've said it before and Chris knows, um, I've been saying this, I'm for drafting a tackle, this tackle, this tackle, uh, uh draft is incredible and um, and um we're gonna have our friend Andrew golden um with us next week and we're gonna talk a little bit more about it but basically um there's in in Andrew's opinion there's three guys that have separated themselves I haven't watched one of them uh I do agree with him that there's another one that's uh You know, there's another one
0: that's, you know. I I think there's definitely going to be a choice there at 13. You know, I think we're going to have a good choice at 13 to draft a tackle. It's just a matter of, like, let's assume Dwayne Brown is coming back. Healthy. Mm. He's going to, and they're announcing he's going to be their left tackle. Now, you you got Max Mitchell, and then you got Becton for the other side. What do you think they'll do at thirteen? Do you think they will?
1: I th- do, do. we have a, a definitive um a medical um report on on Mitchell and what he what he is and what what's going on with him? Because I I, I I don't I don't think I've found anything.
0: Right. So I, I'm assuming he's coming. I, I think we have to go on the assumption that he'll be he'll be healthy for. Okay. You know, for at least that's what, because I haven't heard anything otherwise. I didn't know okay. he's not coming back or, no. you know, so let, let's assume. All right. So let's, let's, let's go all positive, right? Mm-hmm. Dwayne Brown coming back. Max Mitchell coming back. Beckton mm-hmm. coming back. Mm-hmm. All these guys are healthy. They look great. All that stuff. What do you think? Do you think at 13, do you think they still take a tackle or do you think they go?
1: I'm still taking a tackle. Yeah, this is this. this And 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 again, this is the reason the my reason is because it it would I will only take the tackle, though, if one of those the guys that I'm about to mention is still on the board. OK, it's not it's not it's not that it's not any other reason, because, again, these guys are incredible. They 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 to me. It kind of rivals what we saw when Beckton was drafted that year, when there was like three tackles. But I think there's more than three. Um, but there's uh, the Paris kid. Um, there's uh, Dewan Jones, which which is probably my favorite, and um, and Broderick Jones. Um, uh, Peter Skoronski is the name that comes up a lot. Um, but I but I I agree. Um, Andrew and I, we both agree that he is more of a god than he is a tackle. Even he think we think he's a god that plays tackle, basically. Um and and we think that uh, guys like DeWan Jones and Broderick Jones and uh, are just you know are better are better tackles and they're not just better, um, especially Paris and Jones. Um, Andrew thinks Paris is, is his number one. I think Dewan Jones is my number one. Um, these guys are elite-level guys, in my opinion. And if any of those guys drop to 13 with the quarterbacks and the defensive ed- edge rushers getting picked first, and we end- we have a chance to get our hands on any of those guys, any five, Paris, um, Donnell Wright, Dewan Jones, Roger Jones, or Peter Swarovski, In my opinion, if we could get our hands on them, three of those guys, I'm taking. I'm taking one.
0: Right. Do you buy into anybody who's saying since Veritucker looked so good at tackle when they moved him over, do you buy into he should be our right tackle and no, find another guard? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think so either. Or put no. Beck in at guard. I don't know what the plan would be, but
1: these he, he, listen again right,
0: keep him at guard i'm i'm more with you. <laughs> you you yeah you, i think we spoke on. about this a couple of times yeah we did yes <laughs> yeah i'm i'm good there leave him there man that guy's he he might become one of the best guards we've ever seen if he stays at guard
1: you know if he stays How many guard. plays how many plays you had to see to un- understand the difference of him in tackle than guard right he's pay he attention to the play but... he could play tackle right. it's, it's incredibly i mean it's amazing have, that he
0: can. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <Right>? exactly.
1: The <laughs> fact that he did it and he did it so well is what is what people can't get over. But you don't understand. <laughs> Watch him play guard, and you will understand. This is not. This is not just a regular, you know, run-off-the-mill guard. This is a le- a high-level guard. Somebody that will probably be named in NFL circum Circles coming if he stays healthy in his co- upcoming years as one of the best. I'm not giving that up. I could get somebody to get play tackle. I can't get another AVT
0: <laughs> Right. Right, exactly. So, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. I I especially if Dwayne Brown comes back, um I mean, listen, if he comes back and Beckton is healthy, Mitchell is healthy, yeah, that's not bad at all. At least at the very least we'll have depth, something that we kind of ran through last year. Oh. Oh but, we would need
1: that we would need that
0: right so it 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 just shows you that you you know just like in baseball you never you never have enough pitching you never have enough tackles I think for us because we we went through them like like nothing last year so um that's a that's another thing if we if we could stay healthy mm. attack in just in the offensive line alone and oh how much better this team would have been last year. Imagine if Brees Hall was healthy all year. If Brees Hall was think about that, I was thinking about this the other day. If Brees mm-hmm. Hall stays healthy for the whole season, we might be talking about number one, he might have been the offensive rookie of the year and not Garrett Wilson. Number mm-hmm. one. And number two, I think we would have been in the playoffs last year if, if he's healthy.
1: Oh, most definitely, because teams, teams all season, all season, teams were just baiting our quarterbacks to throw because they would they would, you know. They were like, oh, yeah, we're just going to stop you from running the ball. When Hall was in there, the Jets were averaging almost six yards a carry. Even when people were filling up the freaking block with all their players. So you're telling me over time, teams wouldn't be like give up and be like, man, we can't do nothing. You know, like we can't keep doing this. And this dude is killing us like this. And the quarterbacks would just get wider open spaces to throw the ball. It's simple. To me, it's math. The 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 it you know it, I, mm-hmm. I I I just the only the only thing that kind of kills my my <laughs> my opinion is the fact that our quarterbacks were just so bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah man, you know, I yeah I I believe in the kid man. I'm I'm praying that he comes back um you know, healthy, um, just ready, raring to go, man, close to, you know, back to his old self. And we could capitalize on, on that kind of talent, man. Oh my goodness. We haven't had that in New York in a long time. No, definitely not.
0: So, all right. So we're going to get into the defense in our next episode or another episode coming up, because I think hopefully we'll talk to Andrew next week. Um, and then maybe the week after we'll get into the other side of the ball. um, But this is our offensive preview going into free agency, where we're going to go, where we think they might go, um, or might not go, and especially maybe into the draft as well. So thanks for checking us out. And we will be back next week, hopefully with Andrew Golden, giving us a little preview of the draft, uh, which would be great. And um, we'll talk to you guys next week.
1: Take it easy, guys.